Welcome to this episode of our new AWS podcast series, Innovation Ambassadors. I'm Sarah Armstrong, and as Senior Manager for Worldwide Prototyping at AWS, I'll act as your ambassador to some of the most interesting engagements with our AWS prototyping teams. On this episode of Innovation Ambassadors, we're showcasing the journey of Infosys, a global leader in next-generation digital services and consulting based in Bangalore, India. We'll explore their work with the AWS prototyping team to bring the power of machine learning to human learning. Let's find out how they face the challenge of augmenting Wingspan, their next generation learning platform, with deep learning capabilities to help their employees hone their skills and provide immediate assessment feedback. I'm excited to welcome our special guest, Arpan Patro, Head of Assessments at Infosys. Thanks so much for being with us, Arpan. It's a pleasure, Sarah. And also joining us today is Arun Balaji, Senior Prototyping Engineer with our India Prototyping Team. Great to have you here, Arun. Uh, thank you, Sarah. Arpan, Infosys employs nearly a quarter of a million people, and it's a highly skilled technical workforce. Can you share a little bit about this bold vision that you had to bring intelligent technical solutions to the challenge of continuous learning for your workforce? Yes, Sarah. Being such a large organization which, with diverse technology skill needs requires an intelligent solution. While the ideal mode of training and feedback is person to person, nothing can beat that. But in the rapid changing technology and the need for people to hone their skills at a rapid pace and at such large volume, we need intelligent solutions. And that is what has catapulted us to dive into embracing the latest in technology to build intelligent solutions, which can, to an extent, to a good extent rather, replace the physical mentor. And that is, that is our vision. So you have this existing learning system, Wingspan, and you want to layer in some capabilities to it. Tell us a little bit about that vision that you had. Yes. So uh, Wingspan is our learning platform. It is a solution which takes care of the diverse needs of learning as well as assessment. And part of this vision is to augment Wingspan with intelligent capabilities for the purpose of every single employee at Infosys and also our clients to be able to skill themselves up and get instant feedback on a variety of technologies, something which an SME or an expert would would do. We want the platform to have that capability to support and guide and give feedback to the learner. And so how did you come to work with the prototyping team? Well, that's an interesting story. It actually started off as a coffee table discussion with mm. the AWS team with whom we were in touch with. We would not just have conversations about work, but we would also you know, just brainstorm on how we can weave in new experiences using technology. And it was part of this conversation where I was sharing my ideas with uh, the team that is in touch with us. 
and uh, this idea just popped up that why can't we use uh, deep learning to actually bring in some intelligence and build this solution and then this was well received by the aws team and uh, in, in about 30 minutes of conversation we just brought in the prototyping idea um, on the table and then yeah that's how it that's how it started then the prototyping team got involved we formalized a plan and then it was launch time nice arun take us from there you've got this bold vision about injecting deep learning into this platform tell us what you did what was the approach that you took I think uh, I still remember I received that email from the AWS account team, uh, which actually Arpan's email, where it shows that uh, the exact idea he narrated uh, with what is expecting, right? So even he has given a sample question. See, this is how the question would be. This is how the answer should be. You need to evaluate this is whether it is a right. good answer, bad answer. So that's how it started. Actually, I went through the email and then I reached out to our internal teams. In fact, one of our European team did a similar one. Uh, so I have taken a lot of inspiration from there. And uh, internal, uh, you know, uh, ProServe and then other, uh, you know, uh, deep learning folks. One pattern came out of is like, it, it is like, you know, this system, whatever building, it's not going to be like, you know, one version system, right? It's not like, you know, single system. Once I build it, deploy it, it works forever. It's not like that. So from the beginning, so uh, we, I, you know, I had a regular conversations with Arpan and Arpan's team, uh, setting the expectations, hey, this is going to be like, you know, V1 of your uh, deep learning or machine learning system. It's need to be continuously improved. And similarly, uh, you know, we were talking about, you know, various integrities, right? So we need a lot of help in terms of data, etc. So that's how we started, actually. In fact, uh, initially, we had a lot of, uh, you know, uh, discussions, conversations. Uh, then we have created a plan kind of, uh, I mean, I would say in the machine learning terms, it will be a pipeline, machine learning pipeline, right? How do we sure. uh, do various things, right? Um, so that, that's how it started. We know that data is important. Uh, at the same time, we want you to help collect data as well. So what they are saying is in the internet, we have abundant uh, technical data is available. Why can't you mine that and then uh, uh, use that to you know train this model so that it is, makes our life a little easier, right? So that's how uh, you know we built a component to uh, mine a lot of uh, technical data uh, from the publicly available data. We have taken the main model and very first step is we kind of train using that uh, mine data to that main model so that the model is ready. Uh, assume that model is kind of a baby, which knows only English. Then with this mine data, we, we taught a specific technical topic. In our prototype, we have chosen Java as a specific topic. So that's when we created a, a survey of questions, uh, Java-related questions, and then given to his SME team, where their entire team answered the each questions. Then once it's answered, um, there is a, a labeling effort. Again, uh, Arpan's team helped us on the labeling effort. Um, I mean, approximately, I think, 2,000 to 3,000 questions we have collected like that. See, that's how we reached that first, uh, I mean, I would say milestone. Um, and then that's when we had the demo, yeah. That's right. The idea right from the get-go was to you know have quick wins and um, yes it yes. was an abstract idea which over time got evolved into something concrete and the moment you know you see something concrete coming back from the prototyping team you get more excited you add right, in, right, add right. in more uh, you, you 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 know that okay it's happening um, the idea at the coffee table is now taking shape and that you know gets more people excited uh, the teams get excited and uh, then there is a concentrated effort into making this first iteration the story of further successive iterations. Yeah, it's really interesting, right? Because a lot of times when we talk about 
the prototypes we've done on on this show that involve natural language processing in some way or another or machine learning, you, we have the data. The data are already there, and we're trying to mine that data for insights, et cetera, or to train a model on that data set. And in this case, you really had to start from from actually creating that data set first, both with the mining that you uh, did sort of off of publicly available data, but then also based on your subject matter experts, um, really honing that more precise uh, set of data that we could use as that initial uh, training set. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Uh, in fact, um, uh, Sarpanch, right? So we have from that uh, the email idea, we built a first model. Um, and, and that that's when uh, even uh, my boss he's really got interested because he he is from Java background, right? So he took that first version of the model <laughs> and then he tried to break it. Okay, so he 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 tried to fool the system by giving very uh, weird answers uh, and then he, he was trying to confuse the model. I mean, yeah, it's like you know you take a baby and then you take a child and then you, you try to ask questions left and right. Then one one point of them they're going to break right same way he, yep. he broke it finally he broke it that was the very first version of the model i mean this is before even we i, I mean i i, I showed this to Arpan and Arpan's team, okay, because we wanted to make sure that the first level of checks from our side. So that's what it, we started. I, I think uh, from there I have to do some kind of reiteration, retuning the model, and then with more data, with more uh, you know uh, parameters, etc. So one thing I actually, in fact, I forgot to initially uh, tell about this entire process, right? Where uh, in this prototype, it is just not only AWS team was working. It's it's like you now even it's a joint effort from the. Uh, Infosys team. In fact, it's a collaborative prototype. One of the engineers from Infosys, by the way, uh, he works out of Mauritius. So uh, he joined every day. He regularly joins with us. He, he's full time in the entire, I think, six to eight weeks. He full time worked along with us. In fact, he was there in the over the duration. We worked as a one team for the entire thing. So uh, in this entire, we regularly have the connects. In the, one of the connects, we invited uh, the extended team of Arpanray to check this again. Then they started uh, playing around this version one of the model, and then they were like, you know or trying to play with a lot of different answers because they are the SMEs, right? So uh, that's when we were like, uh, we got to know what are, what are the problems and then how do we, you know, further make it improve, right? I think that journey was interesting where right from the get-go, we wanted to embrace the idea of fail fast. You know, try out different things. We're shooting in the dark in the beginning. Let's fail in the areas which are which will give us some direction. But what mm-hmm. is interesting is the idea of fail fast just transitioned over time where first it was about, you know, making the technology choices and the model and the strategy of how to go through. But towards the end, people got excited and they wanted to make the model fail. So, you know, pull the system. Yeah, it's building the muscle up, right? That's right. I'm sure that was fun for people too. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think the the the, the Arpan team they're very very interested to see how it is behaving when we give a different answers, right? So I mean, initially, mm-hmm. uh, you should see their report. They send us a you know nice Excel sheet. What answer they have given? What was the prediction? What was the correct answer? They have, so it it shows that how how deep they involved in you know evaluating the system. As Arpan said, they really want to see uh, to understand or to break the system, right? And um, that was a really helpful for us too, so that we can you know make it better. You said you started off with uh, Java. Obviously, you got you have to start with one subject area, but that extensibility—you you, you sort of touched on that in the very beginning, Arun. That that extensibility that you were building a, out really a platform that then Arpin and his team could um, continue to augment and enhance with with other subject matter 
uh, content, etc. That was that an important aspect for you, Arpan? Indeed, it was. We're building an intelligent system, an extensible system, and I don't want SMEs to spend six to eight months curating questions, giving answers, evaluating. It is just going to cause a tremendous demand on the already busy experts, as well as looking at the diverse areas, whether it is technology or whether it is uh, pertaining to a specific domain, uh, maybe even languages or English. Mm -hmm. We want the system to be quick learning. And uh, if I want to add a new skill that needs to be assessed, I don't want to wait for six months to just get the data bed ready mm-hmm. um, in order to start rolling it out even as in, in a, at a small scale. So things like these at the scale and at the pace at which we operate will cause the solution to get shelved very quickly. Mm-hmm. And that is something which we wanted to avoid. We don't want this prototype to be something which we just get a kick out of it and then use it for some time and then get shelved. This was actually... Uh, I wanted a workable solution which can intelligently extend itself, learn itself, learn by itself, and uh, you know shorten the time to roll out whichever technology I want. So then, uh, what we were doing is we were thinking, and then we came up with um, a second machine learning model, or I would say deep learning model called Sentence Transformers. So the idea is. So all we do is in the platform, initially, we will ask the SMEs to add a set of questions. Uh, for example, uh, I'm for a, uh, for a Python topic, uh, we would add some 10, 10 Python questions and then all possible golden answers. I would say the perfect answers or near perfect answers will enter. So this will be stored in the system. And then now when we roll out that uh, you know, assessment to the uh, candidates, when they answer it, so what this model would do, it will take that uh, candidate's answer and then it compare that golden answer and then it would give a, uh, you know, how close uh, to their golden answer, right? So is it good or is it, you know, uh, you know how, how much they're closer? So it will give a simple score. Now these two are in place. Uh, what we needed uh, was a feedback loop. So why why do we need a feedback loop? Um, that's because right now as we started, it is like eight questions or seven questions out of ten is right. Then we want to improve, right? So now we have a lot of data coming from the candidates. The candidates are who are answering it. It is evaluated by the model, and then there's a score there. So what we have done is we have added a feedback system where every time a candidate answers, it will detect that uh, score, and then it will also some kind of a confidence which will be listed in a system where initial period of or maybe sometime uh, beginning maybe three months six months time. Where SMEs from uh, even SMEs from that uh, Narpan's team would review those answers, which are low confident, and they would correct that uh, you know models, uh, machines predictions. So that corrected answers would act as a again a, another set of training data to retrain the model, and um, uh, you know again it will come into action. The best is if you had one-on-one training with an expert, right? But uh, this is where your experts are training that model and trying to get that at scale, right? That is correct. That is correct. And I, I, I like the way Arun put it right at the beginning, that training a model is like training a child. And we all know how important feedback is mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. when you're training a child. Uh, it's never one way. It's always two ways. 
You know, often we talk about, um, and Arp and I really love that thing you said about being willing to fail fast and, and really coming into this with an innovation and sort of experimentation point of view, right? What were some of the challenges that you faced in really achieving what you were trying to, what you set out to do? Um, were there were there sort of forks in the road where we where we end up not working as well as we wanted to? Or yes, definitely. When we fail, when we go with an attitude of fail fast, um, it's surprising if we don't fail. And uh, <laughs> we did. There were times I sort of threw a curveball with my requirements for scale. That caused uh, Arun and team to go back to the drawing board. Uh, and also when the feedback from the larger team came in, when people tried to break the system and gave very similar answers, but in a different context, used the same keywords, mm. not in a technology sense, but in a plain English sense. Yeah, we try to make all our languages as close as possible to, to English. And um, when those keywords are used to tell a story rather than to answer the question, the, the model was not giving a very accurate result. And those were times where, you know, minor setbacks, you can say. But um, I think the attitude was great for the team to go back to the drawing board, consider these and not reject these. There was no justification which was given saying that, you know, because of this, it gives this. But it was, yes, we take it. We got to improve it. Let's go back, um, work it out and then come back. And I think that was uh, something which happened on a continuous basis. You can't experiment without some failure, right? And having the boldness to do that, I think, is really inspiring. Yes, Sarah, and it's it's also about we're not dealing with the day-to-day -day technologies. We're dealing with the very interesting and new technologies. And to have an expectation of you know getting it right while you are experimenting, sometimes can cause the solutions to get skewed towards getting it right, but they're not they're not actually usable solutions. The real ones come, you know, once they've gone through the multiple cycles of failure. So where are we now? Um, we've we finished the prototype. What's going on now? What like what how's that uh, working with Wingspan? Yes. Um, post the prototype, once the solution was up, we had a wonderful demo. Um, there was a lot of excitement. I think the next big step was to bring it into the Infosys ecosystem with um, multiple security audits, uh, which, which happened on the solution, uh, bringing it onto the Infosys infrastructure, um, making sure that you know things are uh, connected well. Post that, it was about integrating the solution to become a native feature on the platform and not just uh, something which is orphaned out, but to make it integral with multiple processes, uh, technologies, tweaks, changes which were made. And uh, yeah, having done all of that, then we also piloted it with a bunch of learners and uh, collected feedback from that. And at, at this moment, we are planning to roll it out for the uh, fresh hires who have come into the, the company and are learning the fundamentals of technology.
and we plan to pilot this out with um, a good set of of uh, learners and we're excited about that yeah that is exciting so what would you share with with our listeners arpan about this experience or your takeaways from your uh, engagement with the prototyping teams oh well sir i think we could do another podcast on that there are so many learnings <laughs> <laughs> let's do it i think um first and foremost was uh, the learning was that when we look at kids playing with lego they just pick up blocks put them together and create whatever they can imagine and that is pretty much what we proved uh, to ourselves that can happen when you take managed services and the host of um the services which are offered which is which are you know needed for um, a requirement like ours for scale for accuracy for extensibility and put them together right and i think that's where the collaboration really helped to bring a use case and then you know just like kids think okay let's put these two together and see what happens um let's add in this to the soup and see how it tastes you know things like that so that was one right where putting things together um you can you can create good stuff right complex stuff the second important takeaway for me was because it is a collaborative effort there is a good amount of learning which happens on both sides there is good amount of learning exposure working with the uh, aws experts the prototyping team kind of also broadened the skill horizon of my team and not only that just coming up with these solutions excites the extended team as well and there's a lot of uh, excitement to do something in the similar way that we did so post our engagement there were a good bunch of people who just listening to our story got excited about technology wanted to come up with you know just think about new use cases and um, kind of do the prototyping with my team so that 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 was a story which which um, which i really loved and i, I also um wrote back to the aws prototyping team that i think we should have more such engagements on newer horizons of technologies not just deep learning maybe something something else where you know we collaboratively work we build a workable uh, solution that can be taken forward but we don't we also inspire people Right that's exactly the word i was thinking of it, it like just injects that inspiration into the whole team and that excitement it really is contagious isn't it that's right in fact the entire 8 weeks we were working as a one team we didn't really feel that there is a aws there was infosys basically when i was starting this i know how deep learning works but actually when i see this action i was really you know excited to see that well thank you so much both for sharing this journey with us um Now I want to go test my Java skills on your your platform. <laughs> See if I can break it or if it breaks me. Arpan, thank you so much for for uh, being with us here today. It's my pleasure, Sara. Arun, great to chat with you as always. Thank you, Sara. I'd like to thank our listeners for coming on today's journey with us. Innovation Ambassadors is a production of the AWS Media Series. 
Look for future episodes of our vodcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or your favorite streaming platform. If you have ideas for future episodes or comments on this one, send us a tweet at hashtag AWS Innovation Ambassadors and share your thoughts. Thank you. Thank you.